So, okay. So, I guess we'll spit out the car. <laughs> so, but, so, I guess this is the question when, when you when I told you. I said, oh, actually, okay. how do you tell someone you don't like them enough for morning after departure sex? You put them out the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that sounds like the best way to avoid it. If you don't want to sleep with them again in the morning, Alright, because it's like one of these things, right? It's like, ah, I talked to you earlier about vulnerability, right? That's the one thing we have to work on on the podcast. Because talking about mental health, we have to work on... Because we do talk about like when we're going through shit like that. But it's, yeah. it's a level of you know authenticity that, that has to be there. So, I'm going to tell my business. And I feel like if you're fucking with me and you listen to this podcast, that's 100% up to you, love. Hey, I'm always telling my business. Right. So go for it. <laughs> so. With your glasses. <laughs> my whole thing is I was talking to my friend and I was like... I've known this individual for like two weeks and they was like, oh, I want to watch this Netflix series with you. <laughs> Your face. So it was like a record scratch in my head. Like, and was That's like, a lot of time spent to have to watch a series. Right, together. I was like, I don't watch TV. Man. And this is like a new thing. Right. And then that was like the whole question. It was like, I want to invite this person over on some shit, but I don't like them enough to have more than after sex. Like, Cause that's the type of energy they bring. It's like, oh, you know, I'm not gonna see you. Blah, blah, blah. I don't like you enough. You ain't brush your teeth. You ain't take a shower. I don't like you that much. Yeah. <laughs> it took a long time for me to even like morning sex in a relationship for five years. Right. Like, I was just like, that's a certain level <laughs> of interest that I I'm not capable of <laughs> at this current juncture of my life. But there's just some things. It's like no matter how. Nicely, you dress it up, it just don't sound pretty. Mm-mm. Like, you're just telling. I think it's a me thing because I'm so hard up behind my hygiene. Like, I, it's not the fact that I don't think you gonna want to kiss me, it's the fact that I don't want to kiss you. Morning, bro. especially if you're fucking with somebody that smokes. Like, if you smoke and then go to sleep, your mm-hmm. your breath smells like ass when you wake up. It smells up. like Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's so bad. So, the last thing yeah. I want to do when I wake up in the morning is get some somebody. And, and then also, like, for, I don't know, some people don't care. I have a vagina, and you can easily throw that pH off. I don't really want you bringing your plaque and tartar to my coochie. Right, it don't just, belong down there. Do people have sex without oral? Can you have sex without oral? I can't have sex without oral. I can have only oral sex. This That is also a thing. So, I mean, I think everybody can have only oral sex. So my whole thing is, can you have sex without oral? I can't. I mean, okay. We so should I, put out a survey for the people. I've drunkenly have had sex without oral. And we like wake up and there'd be like blood on the sheets and shit. It's just like certain things need other lubricant. And oral sex is a perfect lubricant. Get somebody open up, you know. Mm-hmm. I usually like to, I always say, I'm low-key a minute man. So hopefully you bust from uh, clitoral stimulation because I, I can use some fire, cat. And that removes the pressure. Okay, so, understandable. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Nigga stupid. But anyway. <laughs> what did that have to do? <laughs> it had to do with anything. I mean, yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know a department that, you know, you... Yeah, my second round is fire. My first round... Because my dick is thick. And okay. then it's really, really sensitive. You know how usually people who are circumcised is not that sensitive? 
My shit's really, really fucking sensitive. Or they just cut you a little too. They just like shaved you like. It's cute though. Like it's like (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened, but it's just really, really sensitive, and especially because it's so thick. Mm -hmm. So if I'm fucking with a chick, I say my shit tight, or Mm -hmm. it's like a little too warm. A little too warm. Right. Oh. You don't want to cut the air on up in here? God damn, girl. Hot. Hot up in this coochie. My God. <laughs> Bitch just got warmer seats in it? Yeah. But, um, God, wow. So if the chick is like tight or some shit, or for, say I haven't had sex in a while, like mm-hmm. that's why I cracked the joke, you'll get two pumps in the shimmy. Because if it feels good, I feel it all over. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, so I'm a bus. Well, I'm that, a, I'm I mean, that's, that's, that's how it works. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, yeah, look. I, I ain't ashamed of it, though. But that second round, though, you, you, you roll a dice of it being fantastic and we both enjoy the second round mm-hmm. or just the female is going to enjoy the second round because I'm not going to come. So, it's, it depends. Once alcohol is in the uh, <laughs> picture, everything works. I mean, I'm one of those people. I don't know. My sex kind of be all over the place. It be good, but it be all over the place. Like, it can either just be, like, some real regular, regular shit. Like, oh, let's... Excuse me, I had to burp. Like, oh, let's do, like, some foreplay. And then let's do some oral. And then let's, you know, bump coochies or something like that. Or you could stick it in. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's... So, wait, you actually say you could stick it in? No, that's weird. Yeah, no, like I was my, looking for a story, and I was like, "Hold up!" No, like my sex is really regular, but it's usually all over the place and never well constructed. Like a lot of people, not a lot of people. I ain't gonna say that, but I want you to bust like round one from suck from me sucking your dick. I want you to. Why not? Chicks don't do that. Why not? Like and, you know, I'm been meeting a lot and, of chicks lately say they don't like sucking dick, and it's like for me, it's like an automatic turn off. And see, that's why, like, you know, if you go back a million podcast episodes ago and it was just like, would I rather give or receive? I stand by that. I would rather give. I mean, I know that I'm good at it, but there's no guarantee that the head that I give, I mean, head that I get would be as good as the head that I give. And I like to give it. I like sucking dick. I do. I like, you know, watching, you know, men just become spineless. I, I love story it. I okay. I love watching it. I love it. So, round one is me sucking your dick. That's, like, that's round one. And then, you know, we can do round two, whatever you want to do. But round one, I just want to suck your dick. And I'm fine with it. Like, oh, my God, I'm about to bust. Okay, that's how it works. Like, bust. Wow. <laughs> Don't forget, you guys. COVID is still a real thing. <laughs> Wash your hands, wear your mask, get your vaccine. Okay, well... I guess my text is on. We're just going to do the intro. Before we get into the first time. That was perfect. All right. Well, we are, we are back after vacation. I miss my friend so much. You done? <laughs> but we are back. I miss my friend so much. This is Project Paragon. If this is you guys' first time listening to us, this is the podcast where we do believe mental health is wealth, mm-hmm. where substance is sexy, mm-hmm. and we are pro-mind your motherfucking business. Mm-hmm. But it just so happens that all business is our business. From yep. small business, content creation, from musicians, artistry, we are here to support and uplift everyone. We'll also have casual conversation with meaning, like a 90s sitcom. But I'm your host, Ronnie, a.k.a. Monster in a Tight Shirt, a.k.a. Cocoa Butter God, a.k.a. Sequoia Poppy, yep. a.k.a. Ghetto <laughs> Gordon, a.k.a. Your Bitch's Bestie, a.k.a. Is That Goku Black? No, that's Black Goku. 
aka Mr. This Dick Ain't Free. And with me as always... Baby Bueller in the building. Hey, y'all. I don't know if y'all know, but I have a boot on my foot. <laughs> Are you sad about the boot boot? I'm not really sad about the boot boot. Um, I feel like I should have just had like a name. Because I've been in the boot for so long. I don't know. Bootsy Collins? Bootsy Collins, yes. Go. Bootsy <laughs> Collins, a.k.a. the Project Princess, a.k.a. Project, a.k.a. the Ghetto Fabulous Princess Two Snaps. A.K.A. Bugs Honey, A.K.A. Lil Jiggle. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? We back. We back. It felt like so much longer than it actually. Oh was. my god, it felt like it's been forever. It really, really did. And it's like at first I was like, huh, am I gonna be nervous? No. Yeah. <laughs> I low key almost, wait. I low key almost forgot my A.K.A.s, but then it kind of just came back naturally. You saw me stumble on Goku Black. I yeah. definitely almost snapped. I was like, I, oh my god, I didn't rehearse. <laughs> I took out Captain Hook because mm-hmm. my dick don't hook. <laughs> it, it twists on my body to the left, mm-hmm. so it like if I get an erection, it like that's why it's easy for me to hide my dick. Mm-hmm. But it also it's more prominent to the front. That's why I started wearing drawers again. I've been out here doing dra- underwear research for all my fellow thick niggas because I have giant legs and shit. That's why I stop and my dick's big. So like certain oh underwear God. was like I was trying to not sound you know it's okay. sound cheesy saying shit like that, right? So I stopped wearing underwear because nothing was comfortable, but. Because I, I have nev- people in and out of my house now and shit like that. What? I never forget. I almost laughed at somebody when they said their dick was big. Because I had slept. I had slept with them. And so they were telling me a sex story. And it was like the girl, she was like, I'm not going to sleep with you. That's too big. And I was like, Nigga, why I, was you like I was like, no, it's real. <laughs> no, but I actually tell people my dick's small. And it's like, usually when I, but just like when females are interested in me, they're like, oh, I heard you got a big dick. I'm like, actually, it's, it's average. You know what's something that I cannot stand, even though it's not like something people talk about all the time? It's just, you. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I always think it's weird when men have like dick insecurities. You know, I was listening to a podcast earlier. That's uh, she, this lady, Lisa Ann. She's a retired porn star. And she says now dick insecurity is more common now than it's ever been. She's 48 years old. That's so weird to me because, like, with women, I get it. Like, we have a silhouette, you know, that includes breast and ass for most people. Like, usually you can see the silhouette of a woman. Mm-hmm. Not often can you see the silhouette of a dick. I know people like to make dick prints famous. Y'all need to it's calm not as down. Common yet. Y'all need to calm the fuck down, you horn dogs. Okay. Certain pants and shit, like basketball shorts. Yeah, yeah but like sweatpants. Yeah. At the end of the day, some people are showers, some people are growers. So a dick print will never, you know, pull. In my opinion, I don't have one. You know, I don't. I don't really get the whole like. Oh no, a dick print isn't accurate because I'm a grower, not a shower, but my print is still. It's so stupid to me because I just be like, niggas be complaining about their dick. And my question is, how many dicks have you seen? Uh, you got to so, think. So the insecurity comes from just how you say uh, with women, it's a silhouette, like tits, ass, shit like that. Uh, a lot of dudes watch porn. So you got to think about it. Most niggas in porn have giant dicks. And that the average so dude, Exactly. So a nigga with an average dick, like you look down, he only got five inches. Like he can't hang with a nigga with, you know, this 13 inch Mendigo and shit like that. So niggas, because they think. Porn sex is good sex. They automatically think that that's what women want. Uh, they think 
that's what women want physically and like through the act of sex. Oh it's very God. unfortunate. Porn be um, so trash. Yeah, the big, the best advice is like that's why I'd say I, was, I like chatterbait. I like homemade shit. Like yeah, yeah, if I if I'm like really really like sexually pent up and I just need to bust a nut, yeah, I'll pull up you know Pornhub, go to like a tried and true fucking video and just like right. rub one out. But it. I started falling back from porn because I realized it got harder and harder. And I would, like, be in a search and, like, looking at all kind of shit. Like, <laughs> Production porn so trash. Oh, my God. But the shit is getting so advanced. Like, I don't like... I POV porn is so weird to me. Like, I don't... That is weird. Right. Oh, my so, God. Like, I guess for me, like, when I watch porn, I usually... The male needs to be black or brown. Like, because I need to be able to kind of put myself in that position. Mm-hmm. But he also has to be at least moderately attractive. Like, I can't... Yeah. And, like... POV, like, I don't, I'm not that hard up that I need to literally, like, picture myself. Fucking. Right, like, oh, this is the angle it would be. Get the fuck out of here. That is intense. But that's what, that's how advanced most of the camera work is. That's how advanced most of the, and so people's porn addiction and porn insecurity is at an all-time high. It's very unfortunate, but it is what it is. As much of a sexual being I am, I do not like porn. Unless it's homemade. And I actually do not like masturbating. I just, I mean, well, one, I'm kind of spoiled. If I wanted, right, right. I can go and, and get it. And masturbation is literally like putting a band-aid on an open wound. Yeah, like I hate that shit. Yeah. I hate masturbating. Like, I'd be like, mm, maybe I could go get a dildo. And then I'd be like, a dildo just going to remind you that the dick that you want, you can't get. And then it's just going to be like, you, I'd be like, bitch, you too good for a dildo. But a dildo, what the hell? I've seen, I've watched like, uh, like chicks do shit with a dildo. Like, I know there's things you can do with you, but you can't do with a Can't thing. do with a person. Yes, but so... So I'd be like, maybe I should get one, but then I'd just be like... Gee, just... Man, that shit... And that, that was when I knew I had to end my drought. Like, because <laughs> I, I never used to... Because the sound of that shit, and like, mm-hmm. the idea of it, like, yeah, a chick playing with herself. Yeah, that sounds like... But I'm a grown-ass man. Like, I don't... That doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. When I started watching that shit on like cams and like this shit fucking sucks. I was like, I need I'm to have weak. sex. I was like, I need because <laughs> I need the pussy. Yeah, you start focusing on like how it's going in and out. I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Wait a minute. I would never want to be one of those Wait niggas. Wait a like, minute. niggas. But yeah, no. our first story of the week. I saw this. This actually came on my feed. I was in the car on my way to Florida. <laughs> the headline is We found a baby on the subway Now he's our son <laughs> Yeah Danny Stewart was rushing to meet his boyfriend for dinner When he ran past something lying on the floor Of a New York subway station Soon he would treasure it more than anything else in the world I hate how BBC News uh, How they structure their articles Because it takes so long to get to the point It was around 8 o'clock on August 28, 2000, just past the frenzy of the New York rush hour when the subway train rattled down the track into the 14, 14th Street Station in the Chelsea District of Manhattan. That's actually my favorite area of Manhattan. Anyway, Danny Stewart, 34, was late for dinner with his partner, Pete Mercurio. Don't want to butcher your last name, guy. 32, the couple had met three years earlier through a friend in Pete's softball team. La, 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 la. I noticed against the floor tucked against the wall what I thought was a baby doll, he says. He was puzzled. Why would a child leave a doll on the ground? But he continued up the stairs to the exit. 
I glanced back one more time, and that's when I noticed his legs moving. He ran back down the stairs and realized that the doll was, in fact, a baby boy wrapped in a dark sweatshirt with his tiny legs sticking out. Yeah, I realize I'm reading better with these glasses. Oh, boy. Hey. Read the goddamn story. <laughs> he didn't have any clothes on. He was just wrapped up in his sweatshirt. His umbilical cord was still partially intact, so I could tell he was a newborn. I was thinking maybe a day or so old, he says. Jesus Christ. Danny could hardly believe what he was seeing. He couldn't understand how a baby had been left on the floor or who could have left it. You know... Speak your you, mind. You want to know the, my dark ass mind? Prom mm-hmm. night dumpster baby. baby. <laughs> I'm just a prom. Oh my god! I'm taking a stroll, but like, okay. So so many different scenarios come through, right? Mm-hmm. Do who do you feel more for the parent, the young? Clearly, you know that had to be like more than like a young lady, right? Mm-hmm. The parent who literally their only option was to leave the baby in the subway station, or do you feel more for the baby? Because the baby was adopted and is... Um... This is a tough one. Uh, I mean, of course, like, currently the parent. Because... That's some shit you know. The baby don't know that shit. Exactly. That baby literally is just gonna... Like, the story is fucked up. But that baby's okay because that baby is still being raised in love. Yeah. Still being raised in, like, everything they're supposed um, to have. I'm one of those people, I don't really believe in letting people you never met have so much control over your life. I do not, to certain, in certain circumstance, daddy issues are not real. Elaborate. My dad wasn't around, so I'm a whore. My dad wasn't around, so I don't really know how to have relationships with men. If your dad never really was around... Why does somebody you don't know have so much hold on you? Is what I'm saying in terms of that. Because my whole thing is, yes, that shit can fuck your head up. But sometimes I feel like I just don't classify that as a daddy issue. That's a you issue. Well, it just, it depends. It depends on like uh That's why I said circ- yeah, certain it, it circumstances. Because both my little sisters suffer from daddy if issues. But on different ends of the spectrum. If you've never met a person. True, but uh, yeah, that's, that's like, yeah, if just absentee father on some shit. Yeah. I've never met. I don't know. So, okay. So, everybody knows me and my siblings have different dads. Uh, so, one of my little sisters... They both have daddy issues. One of my little sisters, she just, I guess she sought out that, uh, like, the comfort of, of a man and some shit. So she was kind of a little slut. And then my other little sister, she, her, her father was there just, like, very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So her daddy issues, daddy could do no wrong. She would, like, fuck over my mom just to kind of prove something to this bitch-ass nigga. Because he a bitch-ass nigga. That makes sense. Right. That, yeah, that makes sense. So, like, that, it just affected Because, like... The little sister who's who who's kind of who's kind of out there. <laughs> People would be like, he just called his little sister a slut. I mean, I mean a slut is a slut. Right, stop being so hung up on words. Shut the fuck up. But anyway, um, her who was out there, like, we knew from an early age, and no matter what we did, we just we couldn't prevent. It. Like that's just mm-hmm. whom she was, and it's like I don't think still to this day she still fuck with older men, and it's like subconsciously she's chasing. The, the, the man who was never there. 
Because her father was in jail for a long period of her life. And when he finally came home, they like, uh, he was a victim of, of drugging in jail. They slipped something on him, like the guards. Because he was fucking niggas up. <laughs> Their dad is like this big cockstraw motherfucker. And he, he was real, real smart. He was real educated. And he wasn't going to let you play with him. But, if, but all in all, he was going to punch your fucking face in. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't handle him in there. So they slipped something on him. So when he came home, he, me and my older brother have a better relationship and a better understanding of the man that their father used to be than my siblings ever will. And that's yeah. really unfortunate. That is. So, and once my sister met her dad, that's when the problems, re- like, you saw it. But my other sister doesn't go to therapy. She doesn't, like, she doesn't know how to articulate these feelings or these problems and shit. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's understandable. That's understandable daddy issues. For this little baby in the subway, um, one day their truth may come to light. But if you are raised like in love and rainbows and you know, you the, say rainbows because because it's gay, can they gay? No, not really. <laughs> I don't. I mean, that's like happy shit, right? Like rainbows and bunnies and sunflowers and shit like that. The gay people could be fucking terrorists. I don't fucking know. Man. So I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, facts, you got some crazy ass people that be like, I always wanted a baby. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> precious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm fucking saying? You never know. They could be. Ra- they might like. Shelter the fucking child, put the child in the fucking bunker. You don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Um, should that child's, you know, truth come to light in regards to how their parents became their parents, um, then depending on the love that they're raised upon, it could be, you know, easily preventable. Right now, this baby. Actually, it's kind of low-key, as weird as it is. Look how that shit worked out. Okay, somebody had a baby, left it in the subway, and a gay couple found it. That's like a perfect ending. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What 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 ethnicity do you think this baby was? I'm not doing this with you. I, I want to play this game. I'm not doing this with you. Play with me. No, because <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. Play with I'm me. not doing this with you. <laughs> Gotta I'm not on, doing this with you. On that, uh, the, the trick voice. First of all, New York is full of so many different types of people. Exactly. So yeah. I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> um. So, yeah, like, in a way, it could all end up being a beautiful Lifetime movie. As of now, I kind of feel worse for the mother because... Not worse. Like, I don't, you know... She got to think about that shit every day when she wake up and yes. wonder if somebody found her baby. I mean, it was all over the headlines. So, yeah, she definitely... Like, well, then she knows that hopefully her not, baby is safe. Yeah, I definitely feel more for the mother in this Hell situation. Because yeah. it's like, how far towards the end of the rope were you that you You had to like leave your was, baby on us. There was no other option. So, like, you couldn't bring it to the hospital or the fire station. Like, you... People be feeling like they be wanting too much information. You exactly. could just drop it and go, but... And like, yeah, I 100% understand. Because I've been with um, a young lady t- at the abortion clinic. And motherfuckers, I'm just trying to read my book, waiting. And they want to knocking on my window. They they're like, like Jehovah's Witnesses, right? And ain't no, nothing you wrong you know with being doing? a Jehovah's Witness, but they just roll up on you. That's what Jehovah's Witnesses do. Very, very pushy. And it's yeah. like you you pull up to this, at this abortion clinic, and people demonize it. Are you killing that baby? Blah, blah blah. Like you, this baby ain't even here. You got to think about these people's lives. Like no one wants to think about the. The killing of a. Of you a, tell a people to have like kids, and then you tell them not to be on welfare their whole life. Right, like you can't. If I can't afford it, what the fuck be wrong with y'all? <laughs> My y'all fucking business. But that's if it's if it's not affecting them naturally, they don't give a fuck. Like exactly, white people, white people care most about fetuses and puppies. 
we will care most about fetuses and puppies. Mm. And, you know, protecting white uh, supremacy. But anyway, yeah. that's neither yeah. here nor yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace, DMX. Oh, my God. You know how everybody has had an experience with DMX? My dad used to breed dogs. Definitely had an experience with DMX. We have a rough ride of, like, dog harness oh in my, my garage. I used to believe that DMX was my dad for the longest. My, mom, I have never, my mama has never had, like, a celebrity crush on anybody else other than Earl. Damn. I, it's so sad. I just, my heart was so broken because he was such, like, a beautiful person. And to hear the to story. Go ahead. As sad, not to cut you off, as sad as his death was and is, uh, I was kind of desensitized when it actually happened mm-hmm. because it was falsely reported so, so many, many times. times. Yes, and I felt so bad because I'm like, bro, y'all put this energy in the air and not a man really right. gone. That's why I tweeted that shit. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to trust the source. I don't believe none of you. Right. Like, it's, it was so heartbreaking for me because I was just like, if, if you know his story, like this man wasn't even trying to fuck with drugs. Somebody really just passed him a blunt and that shit was laced. And this nigga was 14. Damn. Yeah, it was an older dude that he used to run with. Like, he used to hit liquids, hit licks with or whatever. And it, he said, he was like, send down count money. He was like, I was a kid. Like, I wasn't really, like, fucking with drugs. I wasn't really smoking, really drinking. I was 14. And so, like, you know, I'm counting the money. And he passing around the smoke. And I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'm going to hit it. You know, we, we feeling good. We just got this money, hit a robbery or whatever. And he said he hit it and kind of was like, what is this? And I, it was laced with something that shouldn't have been laced with. I don't know, crack, cocaine, I don't know, something like sure. that. Like, the shit was laced. And that was it. Son, my daddy 50. I don't think people realize how young it is. I think so many people, because I was ranting about it on my story today, people feel like 30 years old. Son, 50 50 is so... Okay, so I watched a Tina Turner documentary on HBO Max, which is phenomenal. Son, this lady was getting... She started getting her ass whooped at like 2021. Tina Turner didn't become rock and roll Tina until she was like 40. I don't think people didn't realize how old she was when she was like when she was rock and roll Tina. Mm-hmm. People didn't realize this was a grown ass woman. Like when she really stepped into her own, this lady was forty, and now she's of course living a fruitful and abundant life. You know everything has changed, turned around for her. But this man life ended at fifty. This lady life started at like forty something, and people don't realize how young that shit really is. That's why I don't understand why people be. Li- be living so fucking hard when they're young. That's one thing. I'm glad. I mean, I didn't do a lot of shit. And I'm glad I didn't. Because it low-key be blowing my fucking mind. Like, the shit that I'm just starting to do. Like, people was doing that shit young as hell. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, wow. People really been doing this shit. That's wild, though. 50 years old, man. Rest in peace. That shit's sad. Man, it's my heart hurt, man. For real, it's and it's one of those things. Did you see that? Uh, so I didn't go look it out. I didn't go seek it out because I hate when people try to warp people's memory. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The houses? No, my friend was telling oh. me that uh, they were trying to say that uh, it couldn't have been an OD because he didn't even do drugs anymore. He had just gotten the vaccine and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, can we please stop trying to scare people from this fucking vaccine? Yeah, like, like... Don't use this man's, like, death. Like, it's unfortunate, you know... The man was partaking, triggered some heart attacks. You know, he unfortunately lost his life. Right. Like, if you don't want to take the vaccine, don't take the fucking vaccine. Yeah, <laughs> like, ain't no telling what was going on in this man's life to make him relapse the way that he did. Because the thing, I mean, one, don't nobody know when he relapsed. As far as we know, like, it wasn't in the public eye that this man was back on drugs. Because wasn't, I don't know. I feel like the last thing I heard about DMX, they were showing how he take care of orchids. Like, somebody did an interview. Yeah, that was like, he, but that was a few years ago. Oh, I didn't fucking know. But I, what I do know is I didn't hear nothing about this man going to rehab, like, you know, relapsing. That wasn't, you know, nobody's business. Nobody knew that was going on as far as I know. I didn't know. So, I mean, something triggers a relapse. Um... And people be so quick to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe. I mean, you got to, I just need people to understand, like, you just don't know people's business. People also don't see addiction as, like, an actual mental health disorder, but it is. I mean, son, I was watching that Dancing with the Devil shit with Demi Lovato, and I only got to, like, episode three. And I was like, what the fuck? Can I I play Devil's Advocate again? Go for it. So, anybody who knows me, I fucking love Demi Lovato. As do I. That's my baby. But this album, I'm, I'm with the documentary, but this album, you could have kept it. It's the same story you've been telling repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And I, as the child of a, of a recovering drug addict, I know that recovery takes a very long time. I know it's a very long and dark road. And especially being in the limelight of celebrity, mm-hmm. it's even more precious with it. But... You've told the story repeatedly, and then you tell it. You gotta create the, the change you want to see in it's, the it's, world. It's, so, so I feel like she was doing. She had this whole press run with you know, uh, "Tell Me You Love Me" album, right? By far her greatest fucking album. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "This is finally the album that Demi wants to make. This is finally the music after all." And the now we're back to the dark. And now we're right back. To, I mean, maybe I it's because we she had it before. Maybe it's because she had that OD, and so now she feels like she has to tell this. OD story like this is what this overdose was about my whole thing is but it's also how can like okay you always want to have 100% faith in people when they say this time is going to be different right yeah but you also did an entire documentary about being clean while you were still high yeah so and this is let me scoot up to the mic for this (laughs) one cause okay brace yourself listeners or not. I don't give a fuck. Y'all know y'all know what's going on out here. For the motherfucking life of me, bitch. I do not understand how Hollywood is so motherfucking forgiving of this drug addict. I do not fuck this is a young bitch, okay? I need Hollywood, which they won't ever do. Tell this hoe to go get okay. Because the fucking thing about why is this bitch singing at the Super Bowl? She said, wait. She sung at the Super Bowl in twenty nineteen. I mean, okay, so here's the thing, because everybody loves a comeback story. Nah, fuck Thank all that. Robert Downey Jr. Fuck. But Robert Downey Jr. disappeared from the limelight for years. Exactly. And made sure he was clean and before he came back and started giving us Iron Man. Like exactly. So that, I that, that, that is it's very hard to get clean if you're still in the middle of the toxicity. And as long and as I'm still, so fucking sick. Oh my God, your story is so fucking inspirational. The bitch died. 
She died. When a motherfucker gotta hit you with Narcan, you have died. How the fuck is that inspirational? What the fuck? That, like, why are we stroking this bitch's trauma? Because, like I said, everybody loves a comeback story. That is and fucking sick. They love... Unfor- Damn. When I heard the type of cocktail... This bitch was being served one and one. Yeah, she was out there. She this was bitch was being served one and ones. Bitch, if I do a one and one right now, I might fucking die. And my brother served one and ones, okay, bitch? I know it's gonna be clean. Oh my fucking god! Like, wh- like no real you know spill. Um, that shit is sad. A bunch of a bunch of kids that I grew up with got slipped on shit growing up in the project. Because like they, you know, it's a community thing. Like niggas smoking groups. Like, and post COVID, it sounds gross. <laughs> it sounds more gross than it actually is. Yeah. But like you know, if you if, if a bunch of niggas you know you fuck with, y'all link up all around the same age. Somebody got a blunt, you gonna break up, start rolling up. You know, mm-hmm. and you're not really gonna usually didn't question it in a project setting. You don't question it if the old head is in the group because you naturally and every think, motherfucker you need to watch. Right, you naturally think an old head is gonna look. They out be for experimenting you. with fucking people. And that shit's so fucking. Sad. They slip shit on a couple and a couple dudes. One of them, one, he was one of the smartest dudes I ever met. He's living on the street. Living on the street. Family can't even help him. Um, another dude, he became a rapper. He goes uh, by Hawk. He talks about it in his music. So that's, I'm not using names for anybody but him. He goes by Hawk. He's from West Rico as well. He talks about it in his music. You know, like coming back from that shit. Because mm-hmm. he, he said, I lost my fucking mind for a while. Um, my you gotta want that shit back. My sister's godfather. Um, I could say his name because he was in the news. Lorenzo. He was uh, my sister's godfather. He never quite came back. He went to jail. He was he went to jail because uh, his baby, him and his baby mama got into it in the library. She said he was trying to rape her in the library. It wasn't true. Unfortunately, like he because his mind was kind of twisted, mm-hmm. he couldn't really argue his case. Right. So mm-hmm. um, he went to jail, came back. He had regressed so much. He was like pissing on himself in the middle of the floor and shit. So it was like so bad. So he he never really like snapped back. It's just so that fucking shit is dark. Sad. I'm very grateful for even though like I don't know how often I've talked about my, I've talked about my siblings on air. Um, I have three older brothers, and you know some of them have been in the street or whatever, so on and so forth. I'm very grateful for them when it comes to like if I want to experience experiment with some shit. Or even if we're in a social setting, like, it's certain people. You know, you got people going to look out for you. Yeah, I have people that's going to yeah. look out for me, even when it comes to their friends. Yeah, like, and real I, comfort. It's and different. I appreciate that because you do hear a lot of stories about black men and black women and how we have to protect our own. Like, even this weekend, um, I went out with my brother for the first time, like, since I've been an adult. And we really went out together. Like, as like, friends, friends. Yeah, as, like, like yeah, like, I got dressed by my brother's house. We was playing music. He was like, oh, you look good. Okay. Like, we stepped out. And so, um, you know, he was on the phone with his friends. Like, what you need? What you need? But neither here nor there. And so, um, he was like, I'm coming, y'all. Um, me and my sister about to fall through. But let me roll this up for her real quick. And that kind of took me back. I was like... Oh snap! I was like, you make it a little personal. He was like, yeah, I don't want you smoking with all them niggas. He was like, like I know they good because it was a it was a co-ed event, right? And he was like, I know they good, but he was just like, I don't want you being caught up in a rotation 
of all them different people. You never people. know what people slip something in. He was like, if you won't go smoke, he was like, you only smoke in this person. Or if he was like, he was like, you won't smoke anything else, you come to me. He was like, I don't want you in none of the rotations. Yeah. And then there was even a time that we had like a little kickback by his house. And some of his friends was like, no race, that one got shrooms in it. It was like, nah. And that's why for the motherfucking life of me to double back to Demi Lovato, watching her documentary, all of her friends was like, they didn't know. They didn't care about her. Thank you. She doesn't have real friends. You have to have real friends. Thank you. Because I'm like, you cannot tell me. I don't care how many drugs you have done. This girl went from... Xanax to she was doing one and ones. I think she said it was damn, it was she liked the up and the downer. So it was Xanax and something else. If your friends can't realize your energy is off, let alone that you fucking high out of your mind, you need new friends. Especially when you like one and ones. It was Xanax and something else. I cannot fucking I didn't watch remember. The documentary because I can't I can't watch another documentary if I tell them the same story. She went from that, she called the dealer to get her normal cocktail and he was like, I don't have that, but I have Crack and heroin. So she went from Xanax and... Something to crack and heroin? Yes, because she liked the up and the downer. That's a massive fucking jump. She wanted your heart to explode. This bitch was like, oh, I would be on Xanax, I would be on crack, I would be on heroin. Like, she would be saying all of the drugs that she would... Like, it the was ca- casual the ca- Because it is casual. I was like, what the motherfuck? They're How did none of your drink. friends know this? They didn't care, baby. They couldn't have. Right. And that's why, I was, like, I watched the first three episodes and I was like, man. Even if people would be like, oh, they grown, I'm not going to tell a grown person what to do. No. Then why are you in this person's life as a friend? This why is the this thing that life? fucked me up. I want, If y'all didn't see it, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling a bitch, but whatever we all know she was on drugs i think it was like episode three one of her friends went in the room and found her this is when she overdosed and they was talking about the bitch was blue laying in her vomit or her spit one or the other the whole bit the bitch whole body was blue the bitch died okay so this is when this when i this one i was like fuck all this shit i'm sorry i'm an honest bitch i was like fuck all this the girl, she was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if I should call 911. What the fuck I you mean? Want, I didn't want it in the tabloids. Okay, so, so when, you, when, you, when you say some shit like that, you know drugs is in the house. Yes. A you, lot of drugs. Come on, somebody. Come on, church. Like Y'all knew this girl was back on drugs, man. I'm yeah, like, I was like, yeah. I can't watch this shit. Ain't no f- You're and, not loyal because if I'm fucking with somebody who is a recovering addict, like the last thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna do from your friend is to let you slip back. One of her friends was begging her to sleep over, and her friend did not sleep over. Her friend was begging her. No, Demi was begging her friend to sleep over. Yes, and the that bitch means she knew she was slipping. She the, needed help. Exactly, and the bitch got on a plane and went some other fucking place. I think it was for work, but still. Yeah, Demi, baby, you need new friends. And she was like, I, I saw the news, and I just. I felt so, go to hell immediately. Man. No, for real, fuck all that. This bitch twenty something, twenty fucking seven. Yeah, girl, fuck them people. Go to hell. Yeah, you're, go you're, to hell. This girl begged you to sleep over. Yeah, 
she and knew you she got, was on tripping, got on a plane. The least you could have done was called another friend and been like, like go hey, swing on I'm, Demi. Yeah, I got plans on my dog on the I plane. Have, I gotta get on the I think she needs help. Go, go swing on Demi. I don't care who gotta go. Bro, all I, y'all go over there. Yo, if y'all. Bitch, I would have sent me, the pizza to her house so the fucking pizza man could have knocked on the door before the bitch hit the blunt. I've Anything. had friends. I've let friends detox at my house so many times. Like, if you, if I know you're going through it and you're making a conscious effort to change your ways and clean up If anybody is listening to this podcast and you are struggling with addiction, please email us. Like, I've met, just, my friends have reached out to me like, Ronnie, I'm trying to get clean. I'm really, it's hard right now. Can I come hang out? Fucking right. Yes. You want to go get some snacks? I'll make us some dinner. You want to watch some movies? Fuck it. You want to spend a night? Sleep head to toe. Like... It's not that hard. If to be whatever a good we're going person. to do is going to prevent you from picking up whatever the hell you've been trying to put down, hit my line. And it's like even and it, it works in so many different ways. If you have a friend who who's suffering from like a, a mental health episode, yeah, not right now, sweetheart. If you oh. if you have someone who's suffering from a mental health episode, from a drug relapse, or just like from a abusive relationship, it's just the best way to frame that is how can I be there for you in this moment? Yes. What do you need from me? Yes. Like it's really not that it's not yes. that hard, but she ain't got no friends. But she don't have no friends. I was I made it to episode three and I was mind blown. We got a timeline now. We stick it to hour long episodes. These motherfuckers, if they want extra episodes, when I drop Patreon at the beginning of season three, then they can start getting extra episodes. But we doing an hour. We got to stick to this outline. Oh, so, okay. uh, Saint Vincent Volcano. Did you hear about that? People are being evacuated on cruise ships, but you must have a COVID nineteen vaccine. People on the Volcano Shrinken <laughs> Island of St. Vincent will only be evacuated. Okay, so first I'm going to read the original the original news story. So, because the two stories aren't connected, so it required mm-hmm. separate research. Huge explosion rocks St. Vincent as volcano keeps erupting. I saw that and I was like, God damn. Kingstown, St. Vincent, La Soufouère. I'm French. Is not, I'm not a good, good at French. Volcano fired an enormous amount of ash and hot gas early Monday in the hot biggest gas. explosive eruption yet since volcanic activity began on the eastern Caribbean island of St. Vincent late last week with officials worried about the lives of those who have refused to evacuate. Experts called it a huge explosion that generated pyroclastic flows down the volcano's south and southwest flanks. It's destroying everything in its paths. I can't pronounce your first name, baby. Joseph, director of the University of West Indies Seismic Research Center, told the Associated Press, anybody who would have not needed heated the evacuation, they need to get out immediately. So, these are two separate stories because what when I saw the thing about the eruption, I'm like, oh no, that sounds fucking horrible. And then all of a sudden, there was this huge explosion from like black content creators and shit like that about, you gotta have a vaccine to evacuate. But since when you first start looking at the story, that's not connected. So that's why I had to go to this. So people on the vo- vo- volcano stricken island of St. Vincent will only be evacuated to neighboring islands if they've been vaccinated against COVID-19, the island's prime minister said. Cruise ships have been dispatched to the island that oh is being God. evacuated after 4,000 feet high volcano La Soufrière. I don't know. So we're just going to let the people die. Bake. But people have to be have to be vaccinated before they board the cruise ship, according to Ralph Gonzalez, the prime minister of St. Vincent. And Who has the time to confirm if these people have been vaccinated while a volcano is erupting? 
Over 16,000 people are being evacuated from the red zones, the parts of the island in most danger. The map shows the danger zones of the island. So it's like cascading danger, very high hazard. Some are due, some are due to be temporary to rehouse in the neighboring islands of St. Oh, Lucia, right, and Nader, Barbados, and the hell. And most of the islands would require vaccination before they take anybody in. Damn. Speaking to reporters on Saturday... Gonzalez said, if people are willing to welcome you at the time of COVID-19, they will wish you to have the highest level of protection possible. I'm not playing devil's advocate for that one, but... But... I get it. I mean, I get it, but we just gonna let the Right, let motherfuckers die because they're not vaccinated. So, a lot of people were saying, like, they're just that shit that we were all talking about, that New World Order. They just oh, all right, all right, die. all right. Pause, 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 <laughs> pause. They, they, they try to Let me tell you, New World Order bitches something, okay? <laughs> I hit your boot, I'm sorry. It's fine. It ain't broke. It's just a dysfunction. I need... <clears throat> I need all the lovers in the house to please calm down. All of you New World Order, super religious conspiracies, I really need y'all to calm down. This is not the first, and it might not be the last. Pandemic or volcanic eruption? Both. Okay. This is my whole thing. Um, I remember when coronavirus and shit started happening in, like, America. And people was like, the Lord's coming back. It's his time. They was also saying it's the five G towers, son. Believe, don't be sheep. My son. whole thing is, do people not know history? Like niggas been getting sick for a long time, and the Lord just be like, there goes another one. Like, there's only so many things that science can prevent, bro. We may be in advanced times, but viruses and shit also. We out here looking booty holes. Y'all don't think pandemics gonna happen? Why you gotta bring that? Y'all out here, y'all was licking ice cream and putting it back in the freezer. Y'all think pandemics ain't gonna happen? Y'all be letting y'all children donuts and putting them back in the container. Y'all thought a pandemic wasn't gonna motherfucking happen? Everybody won't blame it on meat eating, motherfucker. You don't want to get your. You don't want to get. Be nice. Be nice. You know, people have the option to decide <laughs> if they would like to get their children vaccinated or not, and they do not want to. People like to go to certain countries and vacation in exotic islands and not respect people's ancestral historical land, and you won't pick the fruit and shit and piss and not wash up after your funky ass. Oh, international tourism will be forever changed because a lot of countries are changing their and rules you, because tourists are so shitty. You whores. Just think it's the end of the world because we had a pandemic. Yes, people died. My grandmother being one of them. But y'all need to calm y'all ass down. Unless y'all have some real... Not even all that. Fuck your research. Shut the fuck up, okay? They've only had 10... Please. They've only had 10 COVID-19 deaths, though. I'm so sick of this shit. We have to manage all of this during the time of COVID-19, Gonzalez said on Sunday. We have managed the pandemic quite well. We have had only 10 deaths. All the funky ass shit humans doing. The COVID eruption. got these people scared. Y'all could we go We off COVID and we back on the volcano, even though oh, it's COVID related. Jesus. The eruption on Friday left the island struggling with power and water cuts. The island is covered in deep volcanic ash and is starting to harden on the ground. Emergency officials on the island said in a tweet on Sunday, some people don't want to evacuate. That's like Katrina. People. There were some motherfuckers, I've survived all these hurt. I'm not going. And some people might be ready to go. So. And some people lost their lives like that. Some people like, might be ready to go. some people fucking pulled out of their houses because they, they felt like they weren't ready to oh go. Oh my God, the audacity of the New World Order from a vaccine. Like, we don't have phones where we share our fucking Man, location. I got, the, I got the vaccine and I'm I'm actually a little sad that I didn't get superpowers. 
I'm sorry. I know, I'm so, so, so. Maybe if I get my vaccine tomorrow, I'm going to get an A's. But I guess somebody said, <laughs> you, I'm afraid your booty poke. You got a little popcorn booty. A little something. Yeah, you titties and legs. But you got a little popcorn. Yeah, a little right, one So we got, like, we got like 15 more minutes. So what I want to so, Oh, this will be quick. So my mom just told me mm-hmm. at 29 years old mm-hmm. that you the doctor stuck. Fuck no. Oh, okay. The uh, doctor said I was going to be mentally handicapped. Why? Because I was born two and a half months early. And my brain showed very little uh, activity. And when I, I wouldn't talk at first. So like I didn't start talking. So everybody knows I have a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. So my mom said I would only talk around her because like people would say something or comment about how I talked and shit like that. So I just didn't talk. And the doctor thought something was wrong with me. She said they didn't take me to like a speech pathologist or specialist, whatever it's called, um, for years later. And they started lifting my tongue and shit. It was like, oh, his tongue is weird. He just has to get used to it. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. get used to speaking with it. And my mom said they didn't think I was going to speak. She said uh, they didn't think I was. That's like, a bit dramatic. Gonna develop. Yeah, I was wow. going to develop properly. And I was able to write and everything at two. <laughs> and it's like my cousin she was like, you look like the little jeans in the family. My mom said that's when they realized. But she said she never told me that growing up because she said she didn't want to like fuck up my perception, right? My perception. Right. Perception has so much power over reality. Hell yeah. So she said she didn't want that to, to cripple me because even moving into sports and shit, I really thought like. Uh, I talked about because my feet are flat. I talked about like uh, they told me my knees were gonna hurt. I wasn't gonna be able. I wasn't gonna grow a certain height. I wasn't gonna be able to do certain shit. I did all of that because like, you I'm, had flat feet. It's just because of my. I was I was born all fucked up. <laughs> like so, and because of my feet was wow. flat. And then, like it, and as I got older, I was so heavy set and shit like that. But I still play sports. I'm six fucking three. Um, I was still able to do everything. I still joined the military. Like I had to get a waiver, of course. Still able mm-hmm. to join the military and. After playing football and stuff, I was like, damn, man, my knees and shit really do hurt. Damn, I'm going to have to get surgery. I'm fucked up. No, I just had to lose weight. Like, I don't want to say it on my Instagram story because, you know, people be all sensitive. Like, oh, he's fat shaming. Bitch, I'm fat. Go to like, hell. Like, Go to hell. I spirit. saw a TikTok about some girl. It was like, you know, the little flip, like one person starts it and then another person like ends it. I don't even know. It probably was fucking Lizzo. I don't know. I'll be paying that much attention. But it was like, um... I don't know. I don't be. I don't really be fucking with TikTok like that. But the first girl, she was just like, "I'm tired of the skinny versus fat thing." Like, and people make it kind of like the white versus black. Like, raise your hand. Raise your hand if you would take the place of a fat person any day. And then it flips to the fat girl, and she's like, "Nobody would take the place of a fat person because you guys know, like, you know, the way that we're treated in society. You can change your weight, sweetheart." You cannot change your skin. I mean, granted, this is not the same thing. Yeah, granted, there are like extenuating health, you know, complications that make oh losing God. weight more harder for some people. But from my experience as a personal trainer and a health coach, I've learned that most people, most people, I'm not gonna say all, most people are fat because they choose to be fat. Exactly. Yes, there are. You know, there's women who suffer from PCOS. There's women who suffer yeah. from just hormonal imbalances after giving birth and stuff like that. Very there's, true countless medical conditions that cause people to hold more weight. If you don't have a medical condition of... Right, that's called... You, all right, if, period, shut right. the fuck up. If you so, fat because you lazy, you fat because you, you lazy. Like, like, hell yeah. I, don't, I always... There was this uh, woman I used to work with back in the past. She always 
she had this false confidence, right? Like, I know I'm a fat, beautiful bitch, this, that, and the third. But every time somebody, she got to argue with somebody and they called her fat, she's like, no, you fucking disrespect as the third. Why, if you're living your truth and you're aware of this, how can somebody use it as a weapon against you? Right. Stop lying to people and this false sense of, like, you're the baddest bitch. No, do the you work fat. so you actually feel like you are the baddest bitch because yeah. clearly you're still self-conscious about you being fat. I'm self-conscious about my little bitty torso. I'm self-conscious about me, too. Like, I still got love handles. I, I lost like, 65 pounds and I still got fucking love handles it's okay I'm still fighting yeah. all of y'all niggas baby daddies but um wow <laughs> he made it personal but, yeah no like I mean I'm slim but like I have a little bitty torso so if I eat too many snacks I'm definitely gonna look like Dr. Eggman like that's what it is but I know I need to stop drinking fucking root beer like every I night I, I love root beer that's what oh I'm my god my let me tell you something the, the, the sugar in a root beer is a different type of sugar and it, it kills it's comforting it kills all of the sugar cake cravings like yeah. if you could drink a yes. root beer and still want something else something's you wrong you need help yeah cause it's, it's so sweet it's so and then you sweet you get the vanilla the multi-flavor oh my god like, why anyway, shit we got I, nine more minutes Perception versus reality. Yes. And how that how that comes into it. So my mom was protecting me from this because she didn't want my perception of myself to hold hold to my reality. I allowed that to come with my knees. And then I lost weight. I feel 100% better. I'm in the best shape of my life. So my sisters, I guess to tie this in with why... Because uh, if you listen to former episodes, I've always said how I didn't have a relationship with one of my mom's daughters. Mm-hmm. The second one, I was like, but that's my little baby. Mm-hmm. She told her draws with me. Mm. And if people are unaware of that, uh, that it's a Southern phrase. When you tell your, tell your draws to somebody, that means they're done. They won't fuck with you no more. Um, because I found out that... So when my mom kicked out her oldest, her oldest daughter, because she a fucked up individual, she pretty much had to go find somewhere to stay because she doesn't have any friends. And she can't stay with me or her father or anyone else because she's a fucked up person. So she, this woman who she don't even get along with and she used to drag for and shit, she goes sit on her couch with my other fucking sister and start lying on my mom, talking about my mom used to beat beat them for no reason. My mom was no kind of mother. She was always running the streets. She was never home and she'd come in the middle of the night and shit like that. And it broke my fucking heart because... My mom and I have this relationship to where we're very honest with another. And I told her, I was like, Mom, you were far from perfect. I was like, but you did literally the best you possibly could. My mom didn't date while my sisters were growing up because she didn't once her once my mom and my stepdad broke up my mom didn't date because she didn't want them to see multiple men coming in and out the house Mm -hmm. my mom didn't have sex for seven fucking years because she was trying to set a good example for those bald head bitches so how dare you disrespect the fucking woman who sacrificed everything for you after you just technically spit in her fucking face she my mom is in a big ass house in the back of Manhattan for for them my mom's grown. All her kids are grown. Why the fuck does she right. need a three-bedroom house? Because she knew that they were going to need somewhere to stay. She got that for them. My mom did... These motherfuckers have tried to get my mom... They've tried to get my mom kicked out of her house. These motherfuckers have... What? These motherfuckers have sat there and drugged for us and talking about... My, my, my mom was this, that. My mom this, this. She does that. My mom was on drugs. Oh, they've... And now it's like the final shot of like, how far can you fucking go, you piece of shit? Oh my God. And I, and, and this made me question, I was like, what is that? Like, they really think 
Like That's they okay. had it bad. They really think they had it bad or some shit. But even even if you think you had it bad, like because my sisters and shit used to complain, it's like uh, they saw their friends with cell phones and they wanted this, they wanted that. Baby, that's not your reality, but you're so blessed. You come home, you ain't got to worry about shit. Like, you know you're going to have something to eat. It may not be what you want to eat. Like, you may have to eat noodles or a peanut butter jelly sandwich, but you got food. You may not get the clothes you want to catch up, keep up with all these these motherfuckers whose mom's out here fucking and sucking for a buck. But you're not going to appreciate the woman who's working two fucking jobs, whose knees are blown out from a car accident. Just to make sure we have lights in this bitch. Make sure you fucking, you have internet to go on and talk shit with your friends. Like. That's some wild shit. Like, it, <laughs> and it made me so because, and when I told my mom that uh, we wanted our moms on for Mother's Day, I told my mom, I was like, mom, we're very honest. I was like, I talk about all the shit. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't tell like explicit details of like our family drama. Right. Or whatever. I was like, and she was like, that's fine, babe. She's like, I'm ready. I'm like, all right. As long as you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's just... That's wild. I mean, I kind of wish we had more time because I low-key kind of had this conversation with my brothers because, I mean, as siblings, you do all have different perceptions of things. When you are different ages and you see different siblings being treated different ways, so on and so forth. So you do have, you know, perception versus reality and everybody's reality is different. But what we're not gonna be doing is lying, right? When you and making shit up, you shit up. Like we're not about to be. That's we're not about to be acting like our mama was Count Olaf. Like that's what we're not about to be doing. <laughs> like it's really, really so crazy because it's like yes, we caught ass whippings. Yes, yeah. we fucking did, but we it was never more than what we deserved. Right, never more than like. Could you imagine? My mom, my mom's a, a larger woman. She's five eight. Like she's not a short. She's not a small mm-hmm. woman at all. Could you imagine her trying to raise my and my brother's big ass like without putting her hands on it? She got a lot on her plate. And it's like you saw. Did you hear that TikTok? Um, you're supposed to raise your kids, but they raise you. So let me. I'm gonna play this because it's perfect. Damn, I saved too many TikToks. Wow. I'll be up and like you know I'll be up at like three four in the morning and yeah. nobody else be awake so that'd be like the perfect time to play on TikTok. TikTok, pop blogging. Ooh, oh, ooh, get hey, it, hit cut it. it. There we um, go. Wow. Thank you, kids with a belt that's called abuse. That's why your kids try to kill you when there's no juice. You let them bite and kick and scream. Then you cry when they call you mean. You're supposed to raise your kids, but they raise you. You put your kids on a leash and wonder why. They turn 16 and want everyone else to die. It's because they thought that they were dogs. Then they learned this thing called walls. That 16 is way too old to pout and cry. Now my mama and my pa ain't play that shit. <laughs> Got beat with a belt, a broom, a spoon, sometimes a switch. Spell the rise for the child. Why your kids be running wild, popping pills and snorting powder just for kicks? Okay, so first, there's a lot of extreme stereotypes with that because I want to get everybody away from the frame of thinking that black people don't do coke and cocaine is a white man's drug. Cocaine is a rich man's drug. Yeah. Um, but it damn a lot of niggas on powder. But because of the, the stigma against it, they hide that shit because most black people feel like if it ain't weed, it's crack. 
It ain't the same, my nigga. Nah, Coke right. is super, super casual. But anyway, let's unpack this. <laughs> um, I mean, y'all, I was on, I was at work today, and I work in customer service, and so people call me from their house because they're calling about their bed. I work for Sleep Number. I probably shouldn't have said that, but whatever. Um, I mean, I don't really care. Uh, fight me, but um, so I was on a call today, and this little boy was t- having his piano lesson at the time, mm. and he had juice near the piano, and his mom was like, I told you you can't have the juice at the piano. He's like, I don't have the juice. You're lying on me. And I'm just like, I feel like your mama see the juice. If right, she, like, who the fuck? Little boy in the back going fucking bonkers. Yes, and the dad is doing nothing while the lady is trying to like tell me what's wrong with the bed. So he's like fucking the piano up, and she's like, "You need to play that slower. You're playing it too fast. I want you to play it with me." She's like, "I can't do it right now. I'm on the phone." He's like, "I hate you." Some shit like that. She was like, "You know what? You can go to your room. You're punished." And he's still talking back to her. She's like, "Well, now you go to bed. What the fuck?" Sending him the bed, I'm gonna go in my room with my video game consoles and my tablet. And, and think about computer. how much I hate you. Think about you... how much I, I'm gonna get on the internet, but like my mom's the fucking worst, not even realizing how. Chastise fucking, your damn kids. Uh, how privileged and how special, like. Chastise your damn kids. Okay, there's a huge difference between beating and disciplining, right? Like, my mom. I'm a child of ass whippings. I would not be the young man I am today if my mom did not whip my ass. And I think a lot of people, they, it's one extreme or the other, right? There's like, they're, you're either too soft when you're kids or, you know, you're too hard. But there is a middle ground where my mom did encourage a, a place of safety, which is why we're friends now. Like, <clears throat> I wasn't afraid of my mom. Never. And right. I, I feel like a, a huge part of my mom, like, when we first had that conversation, I was like, I was never afraid of you. And you could tell, it like, uh, something in her head went off. She was like, you weren't afraid of me? I was like, I was afraid of consequences of doing yeah, dumb not shit. Yeah, I was like, but I would never be afraid of you. And I, I think even she didn't even make that disconnection. Because when, when I said it, she was like, oh. It was like, well, your kid's not supposed to fear you. Like, she wasn't grabbing us by the neck and beating the shit out of us. <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't like... I had to duck every time she, like, you reached up. You got a seat? Yeah, like, it wasn't no shit like that. It was, we, that was how we disciplined it. It was, like, the, the heart of it, you understood it. It was, like, I'd rather, you know. All right, bitch, we coming. <laughs> I, she, the love is there. It was, like, I'd rather physically I discipline rather, you yeah. before the streets do. Yeah. I don't want you to get shot. I don't want the cops to, you know, put their hands yeah. on your shit like that. It I don't want you to, to think you can run up out this house and do what you want to do and somebody ain't going to smack the shit out of you. Right, but I don't know from where, from what dark crevice of hell or imagination my sisters came up with. This might be the craziest fucking story I ever had, but y'all need to keep y'all kids in check. Y'all already know how I feel about badass kids. But there was a story. This was years ago. And it made it to the... Sh- not the shade room. What the hell are them, is them people name? Spiritual word? No. The My Breakfast name. Club. Oh, okay. There was a story about some kids. They were throwing snowballs at cars that were passing. This one man stopped his fucking car and shot one of the kids. True fucking story. 
True fucking story. That's a big extreme. There's a, but this is the thing. There's a lot of shit when people are like, kids will be kids. But there's also some shit your kids should know better than. They should not be fucking yeah. doing. You don't know the type of day people uh, have. And somebody could crash. You don't know what fucking lunatic. Like, everybody ain't the same. And a lot of people think that shit is cute. But a lot of people don't have patience for that. They were, th- they were throwing snow ba- snowballs at cars. And man got out the car and shot one of the fucking kids. That's some wild shit, but my whole thing is that's why you need to chastise your children and teach them right from wrong. Because when you walk out that fucking door, <laughs> I can see like throwing it like you're in a small neighborhood and like, oh, that's Mr. Wilson from up the street. You know, throw a snowball at his. Like you yeah. can't just be in no busy ass street. You don't know what's going on. What? Just I ain't even gonna lie. Like I done smacked a little kid before. At church. Okay. No, no, let me so tell you. No, here, no, you let me tell, tell you story. why. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Okay, so you know how they have a lot of people that like to let kids be in grown folk business. See. So they think they can key key with everybody, See. which goes back to my point. So it was raining one day, and this little boy was walking inside from like walking his sister to the car, some shit like that. He shook the umbrella on my feet, and I smacked the fuck out of him. This is the thing. This is the reason. Why. First of all, for- don't get me wrong. When I was like, uh, when I was like a teenager, I did punch a small child in the chest. Yeah, like I was young at the time. I wasn't fucking twenty five. Yeah, because this nigga kicked me in my nuts. I probably was like seventeen at the time, and the kid probably was like nine or ten. You could take getting smacked in the fucking face. Yeah, I was. How old was I? This was his name was Larico. Larico Lewis. And I don't know why he just thought it was funny. Larico ran up to me and kicked me in my nuts, and with so much force. Exactly. I this this, is, this is the thing. So for those that know me and the church that I go to and how I was raised, we wear skirts in my church. You came inside with a wet fucking umbrella, and for some reason, you thought it would be cute to litter like the umbrella was still open. So it wasn't like a little bit of fucking water. You know how like when it rains and you hit a tree and like it just like you're soaking fucking wet. He shook a wet umbrella on like my legs and my feet and I smacked the fuck out of him. Yeah, he deserved to get swatted. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't think that shit cute. Y'all be running around thinking, oh, they just kids and kids gonna be kids and that shit is cute and y'all kids turn into fucking bullies. Y'all kids turn into fucking terrorists. Nobody wanna be around them. Don't nobody wanna watch your bad fucking kids. We don't like your kids, so we don't like you. Kid, Do better. The the whole, like, all those, uh, like, outdated, oh, boys will be boys, kids, all that shit needs to get the fuck. Y'all can go to hell. Yeah, fuck y'all and them badass kids. All that shit needs to get the fuck. Like, no, no, raise, humans are going to be humans. Raise your, raise your son, raise your daughter right. the exact same fucking way. Like, yeah, I, I just don't be, like stank people in general. Yeah, it's like, it's, that's. And if a stank person happens to be a little fucking person. Just stay away from me. Don't raise little assholes. Like, yeah. if you're an asshole, your kids are going to be assholes. No, and like, I often tell children, like, if they come around me and I, I, I tell children because they need to understand. Children are not stupid by far. No, they're so, way smarter than their parents. Exactly. So when so when badass kids be running around and playing and all that shit and they want not I be like, like, if I'm at an event and people have their kids, like, even when I'm with my fucking cousins, I be like, I ain't the one. <laughs> Immediately, no, like immediately, I'm just like get away from me. I don't like this type of shit, and I and I'm gonna talk to them just like that because you understand what the fuck you're doing. I don't know why people like to think that kids don't know that they're being fucking disgusting. 
I will tell a child immediately, don't come around me with that. Get away from me. If you come back over here, just bring me your mama. Honestly and truly. I would tell us about that earlier. I've told a chick before, send a husband out in the water. I would tell a kid, yo, call your daddy. Let me tell you something. Okay, so my uncle, who is my brother's, who is my brother's, who is my dad's stepbrother. They have the same mother, different father. Um, he is dating a woman that he's been dating for some time. Only one of her children are for him. So the other ones, they don't count in my eyes. They didn't come around until like niggas was grown. So ain't no step nothing, cousin nothing. Y'all just some kids that my uncle found. (laughs) These little bitches decided they wanted to get smart with my grandmother. I told my mama... I'm going to see y'all later. I'm about to go beat some ass. I saw my mom. She was like, no, don't go. I was like, no, because what the people need to understand is we, my grandmother's real grandkids, we didn't do that shit. And I'll be damned if some little hot ass girls think they're going to be talking to my grandma sideways. Yeah. I will beat all them little bitches ass. Mm-hmm. And if your mama got a problem with it, I want to see your mama too. Because this not your grandma. I don't care how long y'all been around. I don't care how long my uncle been fucking your mama. This is not your grandmother. Where the fuck your grandmother at? I do not know. But go but disrespect this her. her. This ain't the one, baby. I will beat y'all little hot ass. I will fuck these kids. Oh, man. Fuck these kids. I ain't got no kids. Y'all wrong for letting these kids take y'all out the game like that. Fuck that. Mm-mm. I would love What? Next week, I want to talk about um this whole conditioning that black people have fall, fall subject to that we are somehow stronger than any, any other like race or whatever Why do we believe that? Because we've been conditioned to, to think so. This is the thing. Society, we just got to work twice our, as hard. Society and our own culture, we perpetuate the, we perpetuate the idea that like, oh, now we, we bred for this. We strong. No, we like really not. Let about, me tell y'all what it is. I said okay. next week. I'm going to give y'all a preview. No, fuck these niggas because we already over now. I guess, but <laughs> we just got to work twice as hard. That's why when people of other ethnicities do their little mediocre shit, I mean, yeah, because the world is whitewashed. Exactly. So when other people do mediocre shit, y'all be so fascinated. Like that little girl that was braiding her hair while she was dancing. That whack-ass dance move. Man, that shit that was on, That but shit we, that was on Twitter, that shit was whack as fuck. Chris I, Brown slid across his head and stumped the yard. The nigga shot him for that shit. I ain't shooting no shit, girl. Because she braided her hair while dancing. What the fuck? Man, oh I missed y'all. Fuck. Man, I had to jost y'all bad. I jost y'all like y'all in New Orleans today. They should be used to it by now. No, I jost. Like these people bad. Yeah, I no, I jost these people bad. I missed y'all. It's Shark Week, so my emotions is high. It's there, but the the people gonna enjoy it because I damn sure love it. I miss you, bitches. <laughs> but What's before up? we get out of here, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, every thank week y'all. we're gonna leave a few resources for uh, we're talking about. So the National Institute on Minority Health and Health Disparities (NIMHD) that you can you can look <laughs> look into that on www. Do I still exist? I mean, I Romeo. www.nimhd.nih.gov. There's also the National Institute of Mental Health. I'm going to put all of these uh, in the, the episode details for people who are looking into this. Um, let's see. Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. That's 
www.samhsa.gov. I'm just trying to put some resources out there for people who do, who do need help and who don't feel comfortable talking to their friends, talking to their Thanks. family and shit like that. Like, uh, we say it all the time. You guys can email us. Yeah, real spill. I know I be going hard or whatever, but if you really like suffering with addiction, if you suffering with anything, like, man, reach out to us. Yeah, we this, are this definitely... We're definitely some nurturing people, even though it may not seem like it. But, like, we have some friends that we really be sitting down and be like, what the fuck is up? Like, let's talk about it. Real spill. So, if you ain't got nobody in your corner, we can be in your corner. We here. Bring your ass over here. Fuck. But, as always, that's how I gotta talk to y'all. Bring your ass over here. I'm a firm believer in in tough love. Yeah. I'm also like getting your chest type shit because that's that's sometimes the only way people listen. We love the people. Like, we all done suffer with a little something. My fucking uncle. You gotta make people feel challenged. Yeah, my uncle was fucking stealing VCRs. We know what this addiction shit about. Real spill. Hell yeah. My uncle was on heroin. Give me some heroin. All right. Until next time. Peace out. Bye.